Hi, and welcome to the Creative Commute Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Liss. I'm a coach for high-achieving perfectionists who want to get unstuck and moving forward into the life you were put on earth to live. So if you're ready to embrace a life of creative freedom, to become the sparkly unicorn you were born to be, I'm here to inspire you to do the thing. And today, I'm going to teach you how to be in the top 10%. Let's go. Hey, it's Jen. Have you heard of the 80-20 rule? Of course you have. We've all heard of the 80-20 rule. It's the principle that says that 80% of outcomes result from only 20% of the the causes. So 80% of outputs get a result from 20% of the inputs that come in. So, you know, this is applicable to so many things across all kinds of different industries and and things, you know, 20% of drivers cause 80% of traffic accidents. And, you know, 20% of employees are responsible for 80% of the results. 20% of companies produce 80% of sales. In business, there's so many of these that that you could use. Like we all we all understand it. And I think that we can all agree that it does actually feel pretty applicable. Well, the other day I'm chatting with a friend, Priscilla. She actually has a, a podcast as well. It's called the Journey Tribe Podcast. And I interviewed on her podcast a while back and it was so enjoyable. I highly suggest you give her podcast a listen. She's so great. But she used to be a real estate agent and she was a very successful real estate agent. And she and I were talking about this and she's like, you know, I, I saw so many people who went into real estate and they just didn't make it. Like they didn't make it. And she's like, it's almost like only 10% of the people really, really are willing to do the things that you have to do to make it happen. To like really, really make it happen. And she was talking about this and I suddenly was like, you're so right because there's this idea of the 80-20, but really that 20 is divided in half too because there are only 10%, there are 10% of human beings who are willing to really, really go all the way and to like make crap happen. They are ready. They are just, they are going to get out there and they're going to do whatever it is. And man, those are, those are my people because that's the person who I am. My mom has always said this about me. She's like, you are so stubborn. She means that in the sense of determined, like I'm, I am determined. Like if I'm going to do something, I'm going to make that thing happen. And I'm not going to stop until I get there. Once I get my head set on something, I'm going all the way. But that doesn't mean that I don't experience some serious, serious frustrations along the way and have had lots and lots and lots of mental hangups along the way that I have worked through in a variety of careers. And I mean, I'm actively working through a lot of those things right now. And yet I'm still able to make it happen. So the question that Priscilla and I were asking ourselves the other day was, what is it? Like, what is that magic? What is that magic that allows those of us 
to make it happen? What is, what is the juice of the 10%? Like, how do we get out there? And one example that came to mind for me was, you know, she was talking about real estate and I said, you know, I used to be a hairstylist and it's the same way, you know, only 20% of hairstylists end up making it, which is just, I could go on about this because hair school is so stinking expensive. I mean, hair school is like getting a degree, the price of it. It's so expensive. And then you get out there into the world and often you're making less than minimum wage in many scenarios because you might be making commission. So it's kind of like being, it's actually worse than like a waiter's pay sometimes in some scenarios where you're solely based on commission. That's your only income. And, you know, that, that is hard. That is so hard because you're really having to put yourself out there in that career and build a clientele. And it's just hard stinking work. It's such hard work. But anyway, I digress. In hairstyling, only 20% of hairstylists who go through hair school end up making it past. The stat used to be one year. I hope that's not still true, but that used to be the statistic was only 20% of people made it past a single year of hairstyling. And only 10% of those people would make it even further than that. And to actually build a clientele and stay with the profession for a number of years. And (laughs) when I was telling Priscilla this, I was like, you're so right that this this is really the case. I was like, I remember when I was a hairstylist and there we were really slow. You know, the the summertime can be a very slow time as a hairstylist until back to school happens. We're really slow. And so, you know, we're I've done I have cleaned everything that I feel like I could possibly clean. You know, I used to go out into the retail area. I worked at a big salon and I would go out into the retail area and I would hand out cards and I would hand out, you know, discount coupons for somebody to come let me cut their hair. I'll give you a discount. I'll give you $10 off a color, you know, all these things that I would do. There was nobody. It was crickets up in that, (laughs) up in that lobby. You know, the girls at the register were filing their nails. You know, there was nothing going on. It was just dead in there. And I was like, okay, I'm going to take this stack of cards and I'm going to write a discount thing on all of these business cards. And then I'm going to go hand them out at the Target down the street. I'm going to go drum up some business for us. And so I get so fired up about this idea that I'm like, Target's busy. Target's got clients. I'm going to go to Target and I'm going to go find us some clients. And so I, <laughs> I grab my stack of cards. I somehow convince several other stylists to come with me. I don't know why anybody joined me in this harebrained scheme. But I I go to Target and I am all over that Target. I am handing out my cards, <laughs> like inviting them to come on over to the salon and get their haircut. And uh, <laughs> I am standing in the freezer section in front of the chicken nuggets and someone in a red vest approaches me. You've been to Target. Back in the day, I don't know if they wear red vests anymore, but back in 2009, they were wearing red vests at Target. And so someone comes up to me and is like, excuse me, ma'am, but 
you cannot solicit your services inside of a target. <laughs> and I was mortified. I was mortified for, I was so young, by the way, I was 20 years old and completely mortified that I had been soliciting my services. I didn't even realize at that time what solicitation really was. (laughs) And I didn't know that what I was doing was wrong. I just knew that I didn't have any clients and I wasn't just going to sit in the break room and snack and go outside and have a cigarette or, you know, go shopping. I was going to go find myself some clients. Like I was going to do whatever the heck it took to make it happen to get my clients. And, you know, that, that is me. Like I am just that determined that I am going to make it happen. And what I realized in this conversation that I was having as I was telling this story is that sometimes, you just have to go and do without thinking through every single consequence that could possibly happen because it is through action. It is through taking action, doing a thing through movement that results come. Results do not come from sitting still and hoping that the thing is going to come to you. That is not how it happens. It just, it, I, I wish that it did. I wish we could all just sit around and let life come to us. I wish that that was the case, that all of the good things would just, you know, come and, and find us. But that's, it's not the case. Like the goodness actually comes from getting out there and trying things without knowing necessarily what the result was. Now, if I had known that, Granted, I'm not giving anybody permission to go solicit their services at a Target. Let me just put a little disclaimer in here. <laughs> You're not going to say, hey, Jen told me to go solicit services at a Target and go find all of my clients there. Not what I'm saying. But if somebody in that situation had told me that I was going to get thrown out of a Target that day, if I had started my day knowing that that's what was going to happen, you know, I never would have done that. But I was just doing. I was just doing instead of thinking so hard about every step, about all of the things, about every possible result that could happen from this. I just knew I need clients. There are people there. That's where I'm going to go. And I'm just going to go put myself out there. And what's so amazing, though, when I look back is that, and people don't always realize this about me, but I was an incredibly shy child. I'm also incredibly introverted, very introverted. I have to really protect my energy because I can be very, very easily drained by being around a lot of people for a long period of time. I also love to be around people, especially you know, one-on-one or in uh, large group environments which is weird. It's actually the in-between that is strangely hard for me, but I love it. But then I need some serious time to recharge. But when I look back, I'm like, wow, like I was so driven and just thinking about the result that I wanted that I just got out there and did it. And I think about that today with those of us who it's like, we want to have a result. There's something in our life that we want. There's a thing that 
we want. There's an experience that we want. You know, maybe it's that we want a new job. Maybe we're looking to uplevel our career in that way. Maybe it's that we want a new home. Maybe it's that we want to go and climb a mountain, you know, whatever that thing is that we want to do, there's, there are things that we want to do, but we think it, we think it to death. We think about all of the things that could go wrong and we just say, stay sitting still and we, we don't do it. It's like, how do we get that, that mindset that I had that day at the target and that Priscilla, you know, had every day as a realtor, like she was just out there getting her clients and making it happen and not thinking about, you know, some of the actions that she was taking and what other people might think of her. Like we have to get, we have to get past that. And sometimes I think the way to get past the fear of judgment is to do before it even has an opportunity to creep in because once it has the opportunity to creep in, it's like, it just, it's, (laughs) it's like when you stick a a rose into water with some dye and it just like, you can see it. It's like, you can feel it just start to, to creep into your brain. And then before you know it, it's like got its little, it's got its little tentacles in there. There's no tentacles inside of a rose. That was a real that was a real mixed simile, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can kind of feel it. You can feel when those thoughts start to enter your brain. And once they do, it's so hard to shake them out. So, you know, how do we have that mindset, the mindset of the top 10% person? And the mindset of the top 10% person is that they are doing more action than thinking and considering. And they save that thinking and considering for that really creative, you know, good thinking time when they're feeling good and when they're in a, a, you know, more creative state, like that's where the best thinking happens, right? The best thinking does not happen when the black tentacles are wrapped all up in your brain. That's actually not where we come up with the best ideas and solutions to our problems. It's not when the best time when you're going to sit down and crank out a great email to email to your list if you're a business owner. It's not the best time that you're going to sit down and write a resume if that's what you're trying to do. You're actually going to do that better when you're in a a positive, healthy, creative state. That's when the best ideas are going to come. So take action first. Take action first before that those negative ideas have have a chance to take hold. And you know, the funny thing, I really never reflected on how that maybe even might have been kind of embarrassing getting thrown out of a target. I was just <laughs> I was just so set that this this is what I'm gonna do. And I did it. And then they they tossed me out. And funny thing, I actually ended up getting at least two clients. I can't remember if there were any more than that. I probably would never know, but I got two clients who actually came and got their hair done. So massive success, massive success. <laughs> so, you know, I think that there's, there's something to this, this idea of how, how do we take our step even past, even past the, the 80, 20 idea and take it to the 10. Like you can, you can be a 10 girl. You can be a 10. 
You can be in the top 10% and the difference is not, it's not even that big of a deal. And guess what? You feel better when you do it. Like you feel better when you're taking action. You feel better when you're doing without thinking too much. Even the last job that I got, let's go back to the resume example. The last job that I got, I got because I was like, I got fired up one day. I sat down and I out my resume, sent it in, done. Like didn't think about it at all. And in fact, the other day I have a coaching client right now. She's working on a proposal that she needed to write. And I was so amazed because she got it done so freaking quickly. And I'm like, this is one of those things that somebody could have just mentally droned on with, allowed so much to get in their head about it. They could have let this take six months to write, literally the kind of thing that could have taken six months to write. And it took her like two days and it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was perfect. It was perfect in the end also, because let me tell you, during those two days, she reached out and got feedback while it was imperfect. While it was an imperfect idea, she reached out and got feedback early instead of trying to think through all the steps, instead of letting her her head get in there and try to tell her all the things that were wrong and to try to make it perfect. She sent it out to me. She sent it out to several other experts and they weighed in. And within a couple days, boom, beautiful, beautiful proposal. And the same, the same is true with so many things. Like what are the things that you can be going out there and do it without overthinking and just get out there and, and do it, especially, especially if you can do it after doing something that makes you get so, so in the zone. Like I had an, a whole podcast episode dedicated to dance because dancing before doing something, that's what it does. It gets you into the zone where your creativity can thrive. So whatever that thing is for you that makes you feel good, that makes you feel like alive, like do a thing that makes you feel alive. And then Go do the thing that you know is going to be kind of hard or that is going to help get you toward that goal. Go step into a target while you're, fe- while you're feeling good. <laughs> but, but not really. Don't go solicit a target. I'm, I'm not endorsing, not endorsing that. <laughs> step yourself up into the 10% because I promise you, if I can do it, if I can do it, if I can do it, anyone can do it. Because even though I'm so stubborn and so determined, sometimes that's in my life, in my past, that so stubborn and so determined self is also so stubborn and so determined at pulling me down, at reaching its black tentacles into my brain and pulling me down and stopping me. It's just as good at the 90% of suck (laughs) as it is the 10% of great. It is going to give whatever I feed it. And so when the great things happen is when I just get out there and I do it before it has the opportunity to pull me down. So I encourage you to get out there, get out there and do a thing without giving it too much thought. Just allow it, do something, put it out there and get feedback like my client who sent out the proposal, like just 
put, put imperfect things out there, do imperfect things, just do the motion, put yourself in to action. And that my friend is going to put you in that 10%. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, I encourage you to share it on social media. If you share on Instagram, you can tag me at chromatic gen with an underscore after the N you can share it on LinkedIn, tag me, Facebook, tag me wherever you hang out on social media. And another thing you can do is leave a review on Apple podcasts would mean so much to me. You just keep shining your glorious unicorn self out there for all to see. See you next time.